what a great interview today with Colton. If you guys are wondering what you can do with your future, whether you went to college, have not gone to college, there's a lot of options available to you out there that I don't think the school system has done justice to and allowed us the opportunity to get involved with them. Um, as you can see with Colton today, he has been able to not only get involved in the community and change other people's lives, he's been able to change his family's lives, and those opportunities are available to you. I'm Andrew Dumas, going to be the host of the No College Podcast. As you can see, lots of college debt racking up for a lot of your friends. Uh, we have... Colton, Colton Reinhardt. Yeah, Colton here with us today. So uh, introduce yourself, Colton. Tell us where you're from and a little bit about, about uh, yourself. So I actually originally came. Uh, I'm originally from Amarillo, Texas. After my mother passed away when I was a youngster, um, I actually moved me and my siblings down here to live with her and her husband. You know, as you know, I grew up same parts you guys did. Uh, me and Shorty went to school together all the way from elementary through high school and ended up graduating together. Um, and as you know, I worked work for you so i mean that's what I, what's that's what i've been up to so let's go back a little bit so uh how old were you when your mother passed away and and, and what did she pass away from Colton? if you don't mind me asking yeah not a problem so uh, i was three and a half when she passed away uh, my mother had eye cancer that spread from her eye to uh, the rest of her body uh, affected her brain immediately obviously that being next to the eye you know, that was the battle that she fought ever. Uh, she got diagnosed when I was one. So uh, I spent the majority of my young age on a plane back and forth from Amarillo to Indy Anderson in Houston uh, for her to get treatment. Um, and then, you know, she passed away in February 9th of 2004. Um, and in 2005, my aunt, you know, my mother decided that she wanted me and my siblings to stay with my aunt because my aunt, you know, takes care of her business. Um, so she moved us down here to... Fort Worth with our, uh, at the time, her husband, Jimmy, mm -hmm. um, you know, he worked for BNSF, had a pretty solid job and could the, take care of all of us. The railroad, you mean? Yes, Just sir. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Burlington, Northern Santa Fe Railroad. Um, so, you know, whenever we came down here, you know, life was gravy. We had started our new school. I started school down here because I just turned six. Uh, my birthday is late, so I started a little bit earlier or later than everybody else. I went through my whole school in um, Eagle Mountain Saginaw ISD. Uh, all the way from kindergarten until I graduated. And, and let me ask you, Colton, um, when you moved going up through school, that presented some challenges, I guess. Big Living time. with your aunt and, you know, yeah, not so having like for mom me, and dad around. Yeah, you know, um, you know my, my mother obviously had passed, and then my real dad, is uh, he's got a methamphetamine problem. He's addicted to that and has never really been around. Um, so when I moved down here, you know, for those first five or six years, so – um, fast forward a little bit by the time I was 11 my aunt and uncle decided to get a divorce uh, and I was the only kid left at the house because of the age difference between me and my siblings so you know my aunt was working multiple jobs as you know sure two or three jobs at a time just to try to keep the lights on for us mm -hmm. uh, which you know I think her you know by all means so thankful for that because I wouldn't be here to where I am today without her help sure. because she she made made that possible you know but I was really going through life without any sense of direction you know I didn't know what I wanted to do um, besides, I wanted to play football, you know, so going through school, you know, your teachers always ask you, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I want to be, you know, I want to play football. Well, don't you have a backup? No, backups, for, you know, I always thought backups are for losers. If I have a backup, I'm going to, it's okay to fail because I have a backup. So I never went with a backup. You know, I always had that, oh, I'm tough. You know, it's not going to happen to me. <laughs> well, 
it happened to me, you know, when I was 17. So I shattered my leg in eight, you know, eight different spots, had a couple steel rods put in there, a couple pins, a couple plates. Um, and, you know, got some news that I, you know, wasn't prepared to hear because you know, I worked since I was probably 11 years old. Uh, my brother actually played college football and, you know, the sibling competition you have. Sure. It's, where, where do you play ball at, Cole? Uh, my brother played football at North Texas. Uh, oh, he was okay. a tight end. So uh, Graduate, always, get a degree, all uh, that stuff. Yeah, so he's actually graduated 100%. Um, graduated 100% with a master's in business um, because after he got medically retired, uh, they continued to pay for his school to be uh, to get his master's. So he's oh, okay. actually a uh, operations manager for Mr. Jeff Bezos and Amazon. So when when the injury happened and it kind of sidetracked you from everything and the direction you thought you were headed, um, you know, was school still in your future, thinking about going to school and playing ball, or did you think so? Different? Immediately after you know the injury for me, it was it was more serious to everybody, you know, because it wasn't just the injury for me; it was like my future was like gone just like that. You know, I can remember breaking my leg getting loaded into the ambulance and one of the last things it says all the stuff i've worked for is gone it's taken away just like that because you know if college is going to play pay for you to go to school for four years you better be able to play for them so as a, you know being business motivated i am i understand it but you know it really kind of like took me back and kind of like humbled me for a second because like i said i you know i'm all no nothing's bad you know i've already i've already been through all the bad stuff all the bad stuff happened to me when i was young the rest is gravy you know it's all good from sure. here and it kind of humbled me, per se. As soon as I realized that football was out of the question, I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I started, you know, do, doing little side jobs here because, you know, at that point in life, I wasn't really, uh, really, at that point in my life, I wasn't proud of myself because of uh, the place that I put myself in with that injury. It was a bad place. So I was doing stuff, you know, I wasn't really proud of myself to do. Um so when I brought, you know, when I got back into connects with, with you because I was doing the right thing, it really brought, brought to me that, you know, hey, this is, you know, this is an opportunity that you have, uh, may not be the one you wanted, but, it, but the end goal of what this job and this opportunity that I can do was 100% gave me exactly what I was looking for. I just had and, to change the route that I was going. And with, with your brother, um, Wiley, he went to a D1 school, North Texas, uh -huh. and uh, he went on a full-ride football scholarship, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, so he was really good in high school. Yep. Okay, so he went and done that. My assumption is, because how old, how much older is Wiley than you? He is six years older than I am. Okay, so six years older. So my assumption is you were really looking up to him being your big brother. Because yeah. I know he still holds a lot of records at the high school oh, and yeah. stuff. And well, then he went off to, to college, yeah. you know. And so, uh, you probably wanted to follow in those. Places. I didn't really have any direction as far uh, you know. I was lost when I when you know when my uncle and aunt divorced. My brother was at school. My sister was at school. Um, I was always home by myself and didn't really have anybody to look towards. To. That, that's why you spent so much time at my house, right? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So I'm like, you know, hey, there's free meal, free food. I can take a shower. I can sleep. You know, and you cool, can eat I'm too. set. You yeah. know, I can eat. So I'm like, I'm set. But with my brother being gone, I really had nobody left to like look forward to. Um, so I'm really glad, you know, for the blessing that's been put in my life of where you come in, because as a person today, all I know from, you know, what I know is all based on two men, my brother and you. And honestly, you and I outshine my, my brother because you're, you're twice the age of my brother. You got more experience, you sure. know more stuff. Um, 
and that's actually one of the main reasons I love my job is because you took a kid you didn't know nothing about, didn't know, you know, you didn't have to do anything, the stuff you did for me. Um, so the respect I have for you on that level is, you know, I'll walk through a brick door for you, whatever you need me to do, I'll try my hardest to do it, you know, because of the type of person you are. Yeah, and I appreciate that. So what kind of money are you making these days, Colton, and have you made the past year or two since uh, joining forces with uh, the organization you're with now? So what kind of money are you accustomed to making? Uh, just so, uh, so I'm 22. I graduated, obviously when I graduated, I was 18. Um, just, and, and I what did year the math, was that? uh, 2019, 2019. Okay. Uh, I graduated early cause I didn't like school. Uh, didn't really keep my attention span. So I wanted to be out in the world and doing stuff. So I graduated a little early, but I'm technically class of 2018, but I was done in 2018 or technically class of 2019, but I was done in 2018. Okay. Uh, the first semester of school I was done. Um, Sorry, remind me. And, and and how much money are you? Uh, yeah. So since that time, through my bank accounts, uh, there's been over a million dollars in the past four years that have come in through that from this job that I so do. So let me get this straight. So since high school to now, being 22 years of age, you have run a million dollars through your personal bank accounts. What you're telling me? Yes, sir. Wow, that's impressive. Great job. Um, so with that being said, your brother graduated from UNT, mm-hmm. a full-ride scholarship with a master's degree. Uh, what kind of money do you think he's making there at Amazon well, working actually, for Mr. Well, actually, I know Bezos? because me and him just went out yesterday and we're sitting talking about, you know, how our life's going and what we want to do with our life. Well, so he calls me. He said, hey, bro, I just got a bonus. You know, he calls, calls me yesterday. Hey, I just got my raise. You know, I'm like, cool. And so he's going over the details, and he's like, and my brother, keep in mind, my brother probably works more than I do. Um, he's a manager, so he's not on salary. Or he's on salary. He's not on hourly. So he's always busy. He's always working. Um, and he's like, yeah, they, they gave me an extra 25000 on my salary, so he's making 125000 But they threw in 140 stocks, you know, Amazon stocks. You know, it's a decent sure. amount of money. Yeah. Um, but, you know, comparison of, like, me and my brother, like, the way we are as far as because of the opportunities that we have, the way we look at stuff is completely different. Like, to my brother, if, like, something bad happens and, you know, it's $5,000 or whatever, sends him to, like, a complete, like, shock. He's got a budget for and, it. Yeah, he's got a budget for it, get yeah. for it. You know, same thing with my aunt. And the way... I view it as like, all right, cool. I just need to go sell a roof. You know, there's my five G's I need just like that. You know, it, it's very different. Um, and you, you carry yourself differently from the people that aren't, you know, that have worked, that do all this work, get this degree. And, you know, thankfully for my brother, he didn't have to pay for it because his skills did. Um, but honestly, if you ask my brother, hey, would you have probably went to school if you weren't playing ball? Probably not. He'd probably be a diesel mechanic because that was his original goal was to do that. Um, but you know, the conversations are, are and how we view things and the corporate, like the whole, the big difference between like how that type of business is run and how a business that isn't really taught anywhere else, you know, cause there's not people opening doors, hands and fists for you to come teach roofing. It's just not, it's not a thing, you know, cause most of them are, are jackholes in this business. So my brother says, you know, he's like, man you got this guy that's willing to show you how to make all this money he said you know he says i never had that opportunity even even in college you know the college professionals that are supposed to be these big you know wigs of the so successful 
they're not even making much as my 22 year old brother does you know this conversation we had last night and I, you know i said and eventually the plan is is to get something here that that we're gonna get into that my brother can excel at so eventually i can pull him out of that you know little path that he's gotten carved out for him by other people because i mean to me he's worth more than 140 and, and isn't that year. funny how the roles have reversed he goes to high school does all these great things gets a full ride scholarship to be able to go to college get that paid for gets the degree steps into yep. the work world and then here you are you've put a million dollars in your personal bank account in the past four years and now he's looking up to you saying hey how have you done it you know how does this work i mean it's 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 completely different because you're making double the money that he's making without any college degree and yeah. zero college debt. And like I say, go back. His was paid for because his athletic attributes. Mm -hmm. But if you went back and he actually paid for that degree, you're probably talking. I mean, he would never see a return from what, I mean, the amount of student debt he would be in to do a six-year program. Um, he would never see the return based off of what he's doing now. It would take him forever to be able to pay off that loan. Yeah, so you, you went to school with some folks that are, in school, some of them are starting to graduate now. Um, what are they saying? What's the feedback from some of your friends, knowing that you're having the success that you're having? Like, say, a lot of people. And you knock doors for a living, correct, Colton? Yes, sir, I do. Um, knock doors Monday through Friday, 10 o'clock to dark, on the dot. That's what we do here at SWAT. But, I mean, the, to the buddy you're talking about, his name's Ethan. Uh, he's, he's getting into the construction world. Um, and honestly, the only reason he got into the construction world is because he's, you know, we've been best friends since we graduated. He's like, well, I want to do what you're doing. You're making pretty good money. At the time, you know, I just got my, just started getting my, you know, feet wet. I probably made a, you know, I think that that first check I showed him was like $10,000. We both about had a cow because $10,000 <laughs> to me was a lot of money uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, you know, I think I'm going to get into that. Well, long story short, he gets his, you know, he graduates, gets his degree. He starts his new job. And his dad, you know, between him and his dad, he said he's got like $140,000 worth of debt to go to Oklahoma State to get this degree. And, uh, you know, he just says, you know, I work, he quote unquote, you're going to work less than I am, which is not realistic. I work quite a bit more than people think I do. But it's not hard, intensive labor work, you know, where you're really and you don't have the opportunity to, to grow like, you know, here. You're, you're creating relationships yeah, is you're, what you're, you're doing. Your you're build your amount you can grow is all based on your relationships. And going through high school, all they teach you is, hey, you go to elementary school, then you go to middle school, then you go to high school. Once you graduate high school, your senior year, everybody has to apply for three colleges or you get in trouble. It's like mandatory. You have to apply for three colleges you get in trouble. Okay. Really? So that's the So they really preach. They, I mean, they're really preaching, hey, college, college, college. They make it sound like that's the only option you have, and it's really not. I mean, I see multiple. I have multiple buddies that uh, I, have a, I have a buddy that's younger, younger than me. He's two years younger than me. Um, he actually owns his own landscaping business, and he's very successful, you know. And the only reason he's doing that is because his father has a business and showed him how to, you know, do business. So really, realistically, all the schools and what they preach, you know, they don't ever talk to you about, why don't you go be a welder? You know, why don't you go be a pilot? You know, they don't ever tell you about the trades where the money's good. Yeah, you know? it's, it's and they always want to downplay it. You know, the money's good when it's good. That's yeah. the number one comment I hear as a roofer. Well, the money's good, it's good. Okay, well, hell, even if my money's not good for a year, that five months that it was good, 
I made four times your salary. So I'm good for that six months that it's quote unquote not good. But it's, it's really, it's always good. It's all about what you want to make it. Yeah, so so it's a lot different now than when I was in school. You know, I'm, I'm a few years your senior, just a couple, <laughs> uh, obviously. Just a couple um, now. Yeah, just a couple. So, uh, you know, when I was in school, a college degree was like a shoe win to success. Yeah. That, that's what they preached when I was young, you know. And I was lost when I graduated high school, I, you know. I didn't know if I was going to go to college. I was a great gifted athlete. Could have went to any college in the country and uh, – I just, you know, I applied myself, but I wasn't about taking homework home. It wasn't my deal. It was like, hey, I want to fringe in your time in the classroom. Don't fringe on mine when I go home. No, so I, I wasn't you. a homework guy, you know, and I know you had I'm the same definitely struggles. Not, definitely not yeah. a homework guy. So uh, now that uh, you move forward in life and, and things are progressing the way that they are, um, do you feel like the school system's broken? Do you feel like they're pushing people into college and, and what makes you think that they're pushing people that way why would the they money push grab. people to college it's all, everything's a money grab i mean college to me is a money grab because you're you're having these people pay hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars and um why can why can a 18 year old go get a hundred thousand dollar loan for college with no credit but why when i went to go get my first truck with a hundred thousand dollar you know Showing, hey, I've made a hundred thousand six months into the year. Why can I not get a truck when I've proved that I've made? But a person that has, you know, the system's broken. The system's broken. They're wanting you to go to college. We'll give you a loan to go to college, but we won't give you a loan to open a business or do anything else. Your credit's too bad. But you'll give me a hundred twenty thousand dollars to go to school. You know that they're 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 really pushing that, and it's really it's not the only option you have. I mean, it it, it <clears throat> sky's the limit. Really, whatever you can put yourself into. The relationships is what you're gonna, what's gonna take you the farthest. And, and that's a that's a great point that you bring up. So for me, um, I wasn't taught that when I was young. School never taught you relationships. You have friends. They're like, yeah. oh, you're gonna lose your friends when you go to college, go off to the workforce, um, and, and that's just kind of what they told us. You know, um, you don't realize how important relationships are, um, and now. You see that firsthand with going out, socializing, being in front of people. I mean, you educate people every day. So it's kind of, you know, it's done, you know. It's, it's definitely changed me as a person, per se, because um, growing up, I had the, uh, this is kind of where I was, you know, watching you grow. Uh, you asked, used to have the, I don't care what anybody thinks about me attitude. Right. Well, um, I've tried that for the past 22 years, and at the point where I'm at in my life, you have to really start caring, you not really care per se, but you have to make sure your armor's bulletproof because whatever you have at the top, once you're at the top, people want to take you down. You know, you're you're the you're the target. You're at the top, so you got to make sure in all aspects of your life you're squared away. Um, you know, so for me, going from school not caring about you know, hey, I'm I'm that dude on the football field. That's all that matters. You know, now it's. Hey, is he clean? Is he clean cut? Is he squared away? Is he dressed nice? Is his truck nice? Is his truck clean? You know, because all that little stuff, people, people judge. It's a preconceived notion. Everybody does it. You know, you're not supposed to, but everybody does it anyways. So you have this idea of somebody before you even meet him. Like I have an idea of him, and we barely even met. You know, five minutes ago, because so, you build that con you know con conceived notion. Do Do you think the uh, the school system taught you anything? That is true to what's going on in your life now as far as the workforce, meaning, you know, the organization, 
the the work ethic, all of those things. Did school teach you that? Did they teach you how to manage money or anything like that? No. So um, I'll be the first to say it. I'm a world's worst with my money. Um, I was not taught in school how to do money. Thank goodness uh, you make a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can always make more. Yeah. You need to worry about what you're making, not what you're spending. That's you can right. always make more. Absolutely. Go get it. So with, with that being said, Colton, mm-hmm. um, you know, when it comes to managing your money, do you feel like the school system failed you on that? Not only making money, but when it comes to making a million dollars, putting that in your bank account. Do you yeah, look I had to teach myself all the um, – so, like, when I first tried to get my first loan from the bank for a vehicle, I had to teach – I had to – I didn't understand it. I didn't know how to calculate the APR. I didn't know what none of that meant. Um, that stuff – you should know because not everybody's going to, you know, not everybody's going to follow that path that, call, that that they're trying to force for college. So, and the school system is being broke because me not going, me not going to college, I went out in the world, didn't know what to do. I couldn't even understand a paper and I'm a pretty smart guy, but you know, those little three, little three words that they turn into one little acronym. That's right. How do you, how are you supposed to, you know, that's. Well, luckily, you, that's the school's job to teach you. That's what they're supposed to be doing, but they don't. And we we had relationships in the car business. So yeah. one of my best friends and fishing buddies is uh, runs a big dealership here. So I sent you his way, and he was able to explain yeah. it to you. And and, and it's eye opening because nobody teaches. And you, you should, that stuff. I mean, you should that knowledge every single person needs to know. But they're not teaching that in school. So why are they not? If schools really to educate you, not to make you into sheep, then really, what is it for? Because I don't have that knowledge. I had to learn it myself. Absolutely. So there's a lot of real-world knowledge that needs to be taught, whether it's trades. I mean, they're worried about trigonometry, but the only people that use trigonometry is, like, people that build stuff for a living, like architects. Yeah. They're the only people that use stuff like that. They're so worried about that and putting being able to put a grade on something when really, honestly, they should just focus on building relationships in school and showing people how to business so so if colton could make a change um with our school system if you could make one change in the school system that you feel would benefit our youth and coming out of high school what would that one thing be if you could walk into the school system say i have an idea this is going to change everybody's plan moving forward it gives them another option what would that be uh, my plan would be to go to Saginaw High School during all three periods of their lunches and hold a conference and show people and educate people that that isn't the only option out there. And just because you don't go to college doesn't mean you're not going to make a lot of money and be successful. I'm a prime example. And the reason I want to start there is because that's where my journey started for me. So I want to be able to help, you know, the community that I grew up in. I want to help them come up too because – you know, nobody wants to be stuck in the same place forever. You know, we're supposed to be in America. This is, you know, supposed to be dreamers here. And if you're not dreaming, then you're really not getting, you're not living life. You're just surviving. Sure. And I know I've learned a lot, um, even being older school, you know, we didn't have YouTube, social media platforms and things like that. But now you have the Grant Cardones of the world, Brandon Dawson. Uh, there's some other folks out there that are on social media platforms that seem to bring a lot of value because I listen to these guys and they have different podcasts and different platforms that they're presenting. And, you know, it's real world stuff that they're preaching out there yeah. that can be a huge benefit. So I look at that and then I look at the school system and, and you said it beautifully is, 
you know, they're teaching algebra, trigonometry, these things that you don't use in real world scenarios. Very few people do, but it's like one size fits all. And, yeah. and that's certainly not the case. I, my shirt's not the same size as yours. Yep. You know, they're, they're totally different, but everybody's being pushed into this. Everybody's education. being pushed down this one little funnel and there's a lot more funnels than just one, uh, because every person's not meant to go down the same funnel. It's just the way it works. And, and congratulations to you because, uh, you know, it says a lot being at your age, being able to keep the wheels on this thing, go to work, being motivated, being focused, and doing your part to give back to society. I know you help some of your family members and people in the community, and that's a big deal, you know, and a lot of people miss that side of the coin, too, that when you start making generational wealth and life-changing money, you're able to give back and do things, you know, give to the local school district. Sit on one, of the, one of the coolest things I ever actually got to do, as we talked about earlier, I didn't have a lot of money growing up. Um, so the first year I graduated high school, uh, I'm a big sports guy, obviously. Uh, well, my sister's a volleyball coach at a select volleyball club, uh, and I met, you know, a couple of parents, and, you know, I got to see their kids play, you know, because I sold quite a bit of business there. There's a lot of business up there. So I'd go around and watch. Well, anyways, there's this younger girl. She's a super good athlete, uh, really good, but her parents, you know, they lived in a one-bedroom, one-bathroom house over in Saginaw, real old, couldn't afford it. Um, and you watch this girl. She, she put in the effort, blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, long story short, uh, at the end of that day, I walked up to the lady and told her I would write a check for her daughter to play for that $6,000 volleyball team, and I didn't even know. And But it was so important to me because I've been in a situation where I couldn't play a sport because we didn't have the money, so I didn't want that kid to have to go through that. So I'm like, I, you know, I just, you know, her name's Kelly. I walked up to her and said, Miss Kelly, you know, would you mind if I played for your daughter to play volleyball? And that you know, it really changed because that was the first time I ever really got told thanks for something because it used to, it was everybody else doing it for me, but it finally felt good to be successful enough to give back to somebody else, you know, because as my job, you know, you gave to me and showed me all these things. So I think, you know, it's only fair that I do it for other people because it's got to be a trend that continues or else it's not going to ever grow. You know? yeah, absolutely. And now, you know, you seeing me on the side of entrepreneurship, you know, working with me, looking at the school system, could you imagine stepping into the world and not getting a job working for someone else and opening up your own business? You see behind the curtains of our business and yeah. what we go through. Could so, you imagine what that would look like? Um, just on my short run, I, I tried to do something, uh, actually, as a recent. Um, actually, it didn't pan out too bad. But the amount of stress and worries that why would I try to go do something on myself when I got somebody trying to hand me the keys to show me how to make all the money I want to make? Um, is it cool to say you did something by yourself? Yeah. But really, at the end of the day, I could never really say I 100% truly did it by myself because yeah. all the knowledge I got come from somebody else. Um, so once I kind of learned that, for me, it was uh, the biggest thing I'm trying to learn personally right now. Um, arrogance holds like a lot of successful people back uh and that's something that i'm purposely trying to work on is not being arrogant um because and you know i may not even made me may mean to be arrogant because of because of how old i am it comes across as oh my god this well, guy's you're young you're making you know, a quarter million dollars you know this guy's I mean? a hot rod yeah. you know he doesn't know you know he's just got coming here got lucky you know and, and it really lowers the way people look at me so what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to change that because if i can change that then when people come in our doors, you know, wanting that opportunity, the sky's the limit. Hey, this 22-year-old, 
no weaknesses in his armor. He makes half a million dollars a year. You know, why wouldn't you want to be like that? I need to set the example. And, and people say you're lucky. You know, I, I hear that all the time as well. People say, oh, you're lucky. They don't realize the, the hardships and perseverance. And, oh, and yeah. Let, let me say this, Colton. Looking back, how nice would it have been to have a roadmap to be able to get you you've seen success really quickly but you said recently you started your own little gig got it going you realized how difficult it was tell me the playbook that's out there that you got from your high school from your brother going to college could you imagine your brother opening if i had a to take a playbook and open a successful business right out of high school i couldn't succeed there's no way i didn't have I wasn't taught to people skills. I mean, I've always been a personal person, but you still have certain skills when you go into business and certain knowledge that you need to know that they don't teach in skill, like um, how to talk about, you know, what's professional as far as a business transaction goes, how you need to carry yourself and what's unprofessional. Business etiquette. You know, they don't teach sure. you that. And really a safe investment either. They don't teach you that because they don't talk about investments at all. Well, a business is an investment. Sure. So if they're not talking about an investment, and they're not talking about a business, I have no knowledge except for what I can find on the internet or a book. So at that point, no. If I was right out of high school, there's no way. Without the roadmap that you've given me and shown me to do what I do, there's no way. And there's plenty of people out here that have their own roadmaps that are successful as well. For those people that don't want to go to college, there's plenty of opportunities out there because nowadays people are trying to show the roadmap because they notice, hey, the more people I show the roadmap, the bigger we can blow this thing up. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I think you said it, and that, that's the key to it is there's other options available to people other than going to school, spending 150 dollars I mean, just off the top dollars. of my head, just from not including the roofing business, I can tell you right now, because of being in this business, I've gotten to see other businesses and how they operate and how much they're making, and I can tell you right now, a septic company, you're going to make a lot of money. Anything in septic, you're going to make a lot of money. Anything in solar, you're going to make a lot of money. Anything in HVAC, anything in the service industry, people are willing to pay for. People pay for service. Money's the only issue in the absence of value. So if you can bring the value and you can bring the service, there's no way you can't become successful. Absolutely. And working together with a group of people um, sure makes it easier. And especially when you get the roadmap and you know you're going the right direction with the right people makes it a lot of fun along the way so um we appreciate you being here and being yes, on sir. the Thank podcast you. with us a no education podcast um this has been a lot of fun with you colton and yes, uh, congratulations on your success quarter of a million dollars a year at 22 years of age um only going man. up yeah you're, you're doing something <laughs> right so uh shooting for half a million this year yeah well congratulations keep getting fighting a good fight and uh We'll definitely do a follow-up and see how your future plans are going and let us know how we can help you. Sounds good. I'm excited. Thank you, sir. Thank you. What a great interview today with Colton. If you guys are wondering what you can do with your future, whether you went to college, have not gone to college, there's a lot of options available to you out there that I don't think the school system has done justice to and allowed us the opportunity to get involved with them. Um, as you can see with Colton today, he has been able to not only get involved in the community and change other people's lives, he's been able to change his family's lives, and those opportunities are available to you. So 
on what we're going to do here on the No College Podcast here is we're going to continue to interview remarkable people that are out making big things happen in their communities and uh, their work life. And, uh, you know, if you're sitting behind a desk, you're making, you know, normal money like everybody else and you continue to go to the grind and you wonder how can I get out of this whether you got a college degree or not it doesn't take anything but someone to help you and don't do it alone don't think that you have to do it alone so get involved with people in your community get involved with leadership programs um, watch some of the other podcasts out there keep an eye on our podcast and what we got going on because we're going to be doing other interviews as well that's going to show you the keys to success and there's many options available other than going to college so don't get a $250,000 debt bill and think that was the only way and then get an $80,000 a year job and wonder, hey, how do I get this paid off? So there's other options available to you out there.